0: Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. This is The Rich Eisen Show. Blasted.
1: Blasted. With guest host... Susie schuster
2: live from the rich eisen show studio in los angeles don't
3: fumble do you know back in the day chris the rule was if it was an incomplete pass in the end zone you lost the football it was a turnover
0: that's a great rule too oh that's as dumb as i've ever heard yeah,
3: you
4: don't believe that
2: earlier on the show nfl network insider tom Pelissero, emmy nominated host of the rich eisen show Rich Eisen, still to come. Basketball Hall of Famer Shaquille O'Neal. And now, sitting in for Rich, it's Susie Schuster. Hey, everybody, hour number three of the Rich Eisen show underway. Rich is in Indianapolis ahead of the NFL game on Saturday. Susie Schuster in the chair for him right now, waiting for Shaquille O'Neal to log on from Atlanta, fresh off of a shack of claws yesterday. Shut I love talking about that that side of him when he goes and just basically creates Christmas wherever he goes for kids he, everywhere. He is
0: maybe the most generous superstar that, that we kinda have, right? You see these stories all the time of him just rolling into Home Depot yeah. or something and yeah. people are looking for washer and dryers and he's just like, Yeah, I got Yeah, yo, 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 I got this.
4: Best buy you know, he sees a yeah. mom and the kid needs a laptop, he buys Wa- you know, Walmart, a grocery, grocery store. Yeah,
0: you see it all the time. Yeah. It's uh it's really amazing what what his post playing career, uh, has become not only broadcasting, but you know, as a businessman and an entrepreneur and all the, uh,
4: philanthropy that he does it's it's really awesome yeah it's yes. hard not to be a fan of shack man just like yeah. and he's another guy not to interrupt he's a guy who like we've been aware of shack since he was about 17 years old yeah as well absolutely. like so his entire life is played in front of you know cameras mm-hmm. in, in front of the world and he's you know he's taking that that responsibility and, and run with it and, and
0: you can't hide when you're when you're not that, big. that size and when you have the personality that he has you know even early in his career with the superman stuff and yep. Just all the fun he would have on the old NBA Inside stuff. And remember, his is one of the most famous Cribs episodes yeah. uh, with his huge Orlando uh, estate. It's amazing. It, it just one of the greatest of all just time. Just
4: everything yeah. he's done. Yeah. And, I, and I still, you know, bump Shaq CDs to this day. Yeah. You know, listen to Shaq Fu. You know, I got skills. Stuff like, you know, Shaq is the man. Shaq is the man.
2: Uh, We have great photographs of him from yesterday. He turned the Wesley Lakes Elementary School into Shaq Wonderland. Can you imagine if you're like a little kid and you walk in and you see the seven foot one guy wearing a Shaq hat, wearing a Santa hat, (laughs) and then his presence everywhere. (laughs) It's pretty amazing. Anyway, we're going to see him momentarily. I'm going to work on that. Zoom while we're on the air, because why not multitask? That's what moms do, right? In the interim, Giff Smith, the linebacker's coach, uh, named the interim head coach of... Giff. Giff. Named the interim head coach of the L.A. Chargers, and JoJo Wooden, the interim general manager. So they, they moved fast this morning, a lot faster than we ever imagined the Stanoses would, but Jojo. we do have some names and do have some faces, so we'll put them together there. I mean, Chris, you know, you,
0: it's great. Uh, Yes. It was kind of their only move. I I think it was clear last night that the team had quit at what point. What was was it? TJ? I don't know. 21, nothing, 28, nothing, more like 56 to seven time for sure. (laughs) Who knows? Yeah. 42, nothing at the half. But uh, now what next? I think we hit on that with rich. It's going to be the question we're going to have until probably in the late January until they make a move, whether it's, a trade for Bill Belichick or hiring someone, the hot young coordinator yeah. away. It seems like they would go in an offensive direction when you have a guy who's as talented as Justin Herbert, who you just paid uh, one of the biggest contracts in NFL history too. And you got a lot of superstars. You got a lot of talent on this roster. Uh, it's an older roster. So they're kind of in cap hell next year. So there's going to be that type of rebuild, but it's an exciting job, an exciting market in a unbelievable stadium and facilities here in Southern California. They're building new practice facilities right here in El Segundo.
4: Literally, we could so, throw a rock and hit this thing.
0: Yeah, and so it's a hot job
4: and they're out in front of this, you know. So I think we're also gonna see how serious the Chargers as a franchise totally are on, on winning. Are you totally going agree. to swing for the fences? Are you gonna get up there yeah. and just you know, have that, you know, Vlad Guerrero just just that you know that swing and, and go for it and get one of these big names or are you not and i think the fan base is is definitely i don't know a lot of charger fans i do know a few and they are diehard and i know there's they're they're going to be watching this very interested in what happens next
2: you know it's crazy this area around el segundo has become the greatest sports area you can ask yeah, yeah. literally yeah. where we sit where we sit right now yep we could do a sprint down the street to the Lakers facility. Correct. The Kings are around the corner. Kings are there. Right. And Chargers. Yep. Are building. The stadium is minutes away. Stadiums
0: minutes away. The Chargers are building their facility. I mean, literally, as you're right S-
4: sitting, Susie, the the stadium is literally over your head, ten yeah. minutes that way on the freeway, and the Chargers stadium is, you know, to your right. The practice facility that they're building
0: they're, right over yeah, here, down here. Like Chargers you said, facility. Kings, yeah. Lakers, Ocean's right there. I mean, LeBron is like down the street. There he is.
2: Right now. He just drove by.
0: (laughs) In a really expensive
2: car. Yeah,
4: everything's happening. I mean, we're we're in the hot spot here. Just don't leave your wallet. What? Oh, What? what?
2: Well, that's a I left my car unlocked. You think it's okay? (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
4: (laughs) your car is fine. Just don't leave your wallet in El Segundo. (laughs) Segundo.
2: Is that like I left my heart in San Francisco? I left my wallet in El Segundo. (laughs) (laughs) I'll put you down during
4: commercial break, Susie. I'll let you hear it.
2: I I appreciate that, Mm -hmm. TJ. You always have my back. There you go. Um, keep it so current. Even Jack's going to join us current. any moment for yeah. those of you waiting. Just, Looks this like is the, they're getting checked in. Yeah, so this is, be, this is the part of, of the Rich Eisen show where I slowly brew in my own sweat because I'm waiting for everything to click on. <laughs> but my girl Cynthia won't let me down. So, yeah. Um, should we talk about Draymond for one more second? We will. Okay, you get sure, to pick, TJ. Okay. We can talk Draymond or we can talk Tyrese Halliburton. And, and you know, we can talk game balls, because I will have to talk about that. We've okay. spoken
4: a lot about Draymond over the years. Tyrese Halliburton is now like the yeah, newest he star. So yeah. He needs to be talked about a little bit more, this young guy, Halliburton.
2: He fancy. <laughs>
4: he's really good.
2: I want to hear more about that. Come on, Teach. This well, is I mean, your time I, I, to shine. Course, you know,
4: he's a guy who like he's playing for the Pacers, right? So uh, they're not getting a lot of national games. You, you have to pretty much be a diehard fan and probably in, in the fantasy basketball to really have been following him the last two seasons yep. but he is a, a 20 and 10 guy lead you know he's he's a, a superstar in training I guess and has he Chris would you say he's made that that transition or the training wheels off is he full-fledged are we calling him a superstar because I'd have to say he's all eastern and all eastern team right now right like uh, he's a, it, the
0: he's the best player that you've never seen play because like you said unless you're a diehard pacers fan uh that doesn't live in indiana or you're a lot you have him on your fantasy team yeah. or you're kind of you know player prop betting prize picks yeah however every if you don't night have skin in the game uh then you don't know who he is but he was a first round pick he gets traded after his rookie year which you don't really see that often from the king and now he's averaging 26 and 12. Uh, this guy, they, like you said, they only have one national game this year, uh, but they had a run in the in-season tournament. So now people kind of got introduced to him. How they beat the Celtics and and they you know go on and play the Bucks and they're playing the Lakers in the finals. This guy is a super duper star, super duper star. Twenty six and twelve. You know how crazy that is. You win MVP with that numbers, yeah, with those types of numbers. And if Indiana can go on a run and maybe get a top four seed in the East, you're going to hear him thrown out there with the Jokic and the Lucas and Embiid. the Embiid's and the Tatum's. Uh, and you're going to hear his name kind of be mentioned in those circles when it comes time uh, for award season. First team All-NBA, second team probably uh, at the least. But no doubt. this is a guy you need you need to get to know of because he's going to be in our lives, our NBA lives, for the yeah. next uh, dozen years putting up these kinds of numbers.
4: And what we talked about yesterday, Susie, is kind of – I'm sure what the NBA, what Adam Silver and the NBA wanted with this tourney is to bring a, a new star to light. And and he did that. You sh- We're sure that the NBA wanted either Boston or LA to win this sure. tour right off the bat. Let's just be honest. It makes sense from a business standpoint. But they also wanted to create new stars and he stepped into that role. So I, I, I I've never really watch too many pacers games but like he lately has made it so that i'm actively seeking them out because i like this kid's style of play
0: yeah they need to do some more winning they're they're the fifth seed right now the 13 and 9 in the east but if they can kind of get that hump maybe get into that top three get themselves in the conversation with the bostons and the milwaukee's and the phillies right now orlando is 16 and 7 they're off to a great start yeah get up in that realm there in the east and you're going to see a lot more of this guy. We might uh, start seeing him on national TV more.
2: And how many people hadn't seen him until maybe the Giannis Fracas game or maybe the tournament? I yeah. think a lot uh, of people were just 90%. like, hey, who is this guy? And yeah, he handled himself beautifully with the chaos That's after a that one. game, yeah. too. And he put himself on the map. But his play is going to put himself on the map. The the appearance after a game comes and goes. It's the continuation, right? Yep. It's the play. He's got to play in and out
4: mm-hmm.
2: night after night.
4: And he's, the last couple of years, he, he's definitely been doing that.
2: Mm-hmm. No doubt. Shaq is coming by momentarily. You know, it's that time where you got to sit oh, there and wait. He's, he's and
0: entered the frame.
2: He's entered the frame? He's How's get, the frame look?
0: I mean, he's is flowing, he taking he, out the he's, frame. He's filling it. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he looks He's great. getting himself checked in. Well, well he's
4: skinny. Good. Yeah, Shaq looks great.
2: <laughs> he's skinny. I know, but he's the largest anymore. person we've ever met, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's a, He is he is, but but I'm telling you, like, he told me the other day that he's in he's in game weight. I said, You're well below game weight. Like he looks like he's ripped. So Shaquille O'Neal joins us now on the Rich Eisen show and what are you doing?
5: What are you doing? What do you mean?
2: What are you wearing, Shaquille?
5: This is my terminator look.
2: I mean I'll
5: be back. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Look at you, what you! this is? This is your Dion Sanders version. I mean, are you going to start marketing these glasses and selling them immediately, or are you going to meet me on the ski slopes?
5: Well, these are part of the uh, Shaq brand, you know. So. I don't need those. Shack eyewear uh, everywhere, but no, Susie, you woke me up.
2: Oh, did oh gosh, did Cynthia again? Like basically set set off the alarms in the in the hotel or in your house or wherever you are.
5: No, I I, I knew I had a podcast with you. I knew that, but I didn't know it was today.
2: Mm, it's today. <laughs> Hi. Hi.
5: You don't know, like? All right, hold on. So let me yeah. let me uh transform into Doctor O'Neill right quick. I apologize.
2: No, no, no. I was Doctor Schuster earlier when I was giving therapy to all the all the Chargers people out there who are in pain. So, oh yeah, that's nice.
5: Okay. okay. That looks cute. You You're skinny. You. I know. You no look worry. good. Thank you.
2: Who's lost more weight, you or Charles?
5: Well, Charles, I guess.
2: Yeah right. He's got it. You know,
5: Charles, Charles is still skinny fat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's soft. Is that, are you saying that he's soft? Yeah,
5: he's soft. Yeah, because I see him in all locker room and be like, I thought you lost weight. No, nah, but no, nah, but he looks good. He,
2: he does looks, look uh,
5: good. Yeah, he looks really good.
2: Uh, let me ask you about the game ball thing. Do you have? Do you have game balls? Did you ever want a ball after a game the way Giannis did the other night?
5: Uh, yes, the birthday game ball that was my ball. And whenever I broke out somebody's score record, I made sure that I got the ball. So, how many? Yeah, I would think I would think it would be an unwritten rule that if you're playing at home, the ball is yours, right? Like, Like, like Rick Carlisle made a great point, rookie first point. You definitely need a game ball for that, but they were in Milwaukee. So how can you come to somebody else's place and take their ball? That that was my only thing with it. And so that, I mean, I always thought it was like a, you know, unwritten rule that if you're playing at your place, you get, you know, you get certain rights, you get certain, you know, precedences. So, but uh, hey, 64 points. I probably, I probably would have had that, that same type of energy.
2: What's your favorite ball that you have?
5: Probably uh, the birthday game ball. Because I don't know if you remember, we were, we were playing the Clippers, so I had a party set up.
2: I, and I remember,
5: was, and I was the promoter, so I was gonna go in and. And I don't know if you're familiar with the term foul shave. You know what foul
2: shave means? No. Should it I? Foul,
5: yes, foul shave means when you don't feel like playing, you get two, two, three quick early fouls. So, <laughs> so my plan was to foul shave, and now we we're playing the Clippers. I was like, "Cole, you do it." when I first got there, I asked for some extra tickets, and they charged me. I said, excuse me? Because I asked, because, you know, I had people flying in town. I was like, yeah, I need 30 tickets. And they came with the bill. I was like, no charging me for this. I was already upset. And then, you know, the Clippers came out. I mean, because the Clippers never really beat us, but they came out that day, and they were talking smack and all that, and the guys were looking at me, and I was like, all right, just, and I was just so upset. I was like, all right, just give me the damn ball, and just watch me go to work. And then... My good friend, we're good friends now, so I don't want to be disrespectful in the stories. I never knew Kareem was on their coaching staff. So, like, I was running up, and I was like, is that Kareem? And then Kareem was whispering into, like, one of the center's ears, and I was like, oh, Kareem, you going to tell him to try? And I just – and then I got the ball, and I did the skyhook, and Kareem never looked at me, and I was like, you know what? I have to make the great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Just just look – you can look at me and curse me, but just look at me. Like, he never looked at me, so I wanted to put on a show for him.
2: Wasn't that the night that Phil was mad at you because of the because of the birthday party, that he thought you were paying more attention to your party than the game?
5: And I was. The was <laughs> up, and I was. Yeah, I remember was that. Was.
2: I remember that. Um, I also thought, and I was curious about your thoughts of watching Giannis running around and just being so angry. I thought it was so out of character for him, but... It almost reminded me of back in the day where Kobe was like, he thought he was the nice guy. Then he had to kind of act a little bit more street because he thought it was going to give him more credit. But what was your thought on Giannis and his reaction after the game and the way he handled the whole game ball situation?
5: I, mean, I don't have any thoughts. You know, these guys, it's their time. Uh, you know, I, I, I had my, nice, my nice kingdom run. I try not to criticize the guys unless it's about basketball. You know, I see a lot of guys, especially now guys taking shots at Draymond. He needs help. He needs help. Draymond has always played like that. But back to Giannis, side love the way he plays the game. He's a definite champion. He gets respect from me. And when you want something in your kingdom, you go after it. Uh, again, I thought it was an unwritten rule that if you're at your place, everything comes to you. But, you know, he probably thought Indiana was trying to be funny, right? Especially after that hard foul. So he he was probably still upset after that. And, I mean, listen. You you handle it how you handle it. You know, it wasn't something that's gonna get them suspended or something. Else, but you know, like I, I probably would. I probably would have reacted the same. way. I, I actually wouldn't have to react the same way because people know better. You know who I was in the NBA. People know better not to course me because I would have. Because I would have just met them at the bus. I'd be like, you know what? We're not gonna do this in the arena. But everybody has to walk through that long tunnel and meet in that bus in the back, right there where they violate our cars. I'll be right there.
2: So you know right. what I went to go watch then because of that? I went to go watch the Rick Fox, Doug Christie video because remember I was that? covering. Yeah, yeah, you were wearing pajamas. I, um, I was covering the game that night, and you remember that? Rick went to him, pushed him in the face, met him in the tunnel. Remember the Kings all cleared the bench? What do you remember from this game?
5: I remember when uh, Rick pushed him, and Rick had his hands on him, like back up, and he was looking at the ref. And Doug came with the uppercut. What I knew about Rick, he ain't on. He's Rick. Rick would not stop. See, a lot of people don't remember. Rick was my enforcer. Like, when guys found me hard, I would whisper in Rick's ear, touch him up. So, Rick, that was his job. So, after the, the refs threw him out, Rick ran to the back. And I already knew what he was going to do. Like, I, I already, like, I, I knew he wasn't going to take a shower. So, Jerome ran after Rick. I had the bad toe, so I kind of like walk. I did like the, the Olympic fast hip movement walk. So, you know, when I got there, Doug's wife, Doug, Doug Chrissy's wife aimed her purse at me. I was like, don't you hit me with that purse, lady. So, you know, they got into it. And I remember because I wanted to knock out the Sacramento Kings bodyguard. He, we're cool now, but he was always, you know, whenever we had our little fake scuffles, he was like always trying to get us. So he went, him and Vladi came back. So I mushed Vladi once. And I'm mushroom twice. That's like that's like baseball. That's strike one, strike two. Now if you get to strike three, Vladdy. And then the other guy was like, calm down. I was like, if you touch me, I'm gonna break your jaw. And then you know, but, you know, by that time, you know, the Red Coast was all back there, but it was fun. Now when I see the Sacramento uh Kings security guy, you know, we just laugh at it.
2: Vladdy probably it, went back to the locker room and had a smoke and a vodka and went back out to finish the game. But no. You know Doug Christie's wife. You had to stay away from her. She was she she did not want to have any part of anybody interviewing Doug Christie. You remember that? She was scary.
5: She had that, that press talk back. I was like, "Don't hit me with that person." I'm telling you right now. It's so crazy.
2: Uh, let's talk about Draymond a little bit more because I just think that Steve Kerr is the perfect coach for him because he has so much empathy for him. And even Rudy Gobert went on and talked yesterday about the empathy that he has for Draymond. But Shaq, maybe the indefinite suspension is the perfect opportunity for him there to...
5: Nothing, there is nothing wrong with the red line. So y'all treating him like he's crazy. He's not crazy. He's been playing like this the whole time. The same way they got him four championships. Nothing wrong with him. That's the only thing I don't like about the situation. He needs help. He needs help. He's been playing like this the whole time. How many how, many, how many texts does he average a year? How many times you see him going at the referee? This is the way he has to play to become Draymond Green. He said that. Nice guy, well-respected, very intelligent, probably has a job in his career after the game. Only mistake he made is he had his arms out like that. So when somebody's close to you and you spin, you're gonna make contact. Did he say at that moment, all right, if you put your hands on my hip and punch in the face, no, he didn't. I I know that for a fact. He was just trying to flail, trying to get the call like he's been doing his whole career. Hey, man, oh, uh, hey, uh, Cole, and he just spun. He just made a bad decision, and he spun like this. If he would have spun like this, he probably would have made low contact, but you did like this, and the guy was right behind you, so you're going to make contact. But for everybody to say he needs help, he needs help, I'm not going to say that. This is the way he's been. That's the way Rodman has been his whole career, to make him a Hall of Famer. So, I mean, I'm not going to say, oh, he needs, like, and, and and uh what I really didn't like it is the big guy all on the ground. Uh, get your big ass up. Get up. <laughs> you Stop it. You sold the call as a file, get up. But the I'm one... not gonna sit here and say he needs help. No, I'm not. The you only... don't need help. This is the way he's been playing. Okay, so you want him to come in and, and not be himself? That's never gonna happen. I'll tell you that right now.
2: The one thing that Rodman did that was so smart though, he would always make the other guy make the mistake first, and then he'd react. There was something about how he played that Yes. he'd set the trap. Like, he was so smart.
5: Yeah, but Robin had a lot of stuff he was doing off the court. Draymond doesn't have that. So for people to say, oh, he needs help, he needs help, what help are you talking about? I just, like, I, I want to know. And then when you get one person saying it, the snowball effects. or hope he gets the helps he needs. That's the way he's been playing since he came in the league, he'd been going back and forth with the refs. He'd been getting texts. He'd been, you know, making contact with people when they, you know, hard fouls, whatever, whatever. A lot of people don't know he grew up around Detroit bad boys. And he said, hey, when I was six three six four, this is the way I had to play for people to notice me. And it's 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 earned him respect and it's earned him four championships. Now all of a sudden he needs help. But back when he was winning championships, nobody was saying that, but now all of a sudden he needs help. That's the only, I mean, that's the only problem I have with the thing. However, only mistake he made, he had his arms like this. And I don't know what what, what type of call he was trying to sell, but when he turned around, he hit the guy in the face. A knockout blow that made the guy go. (laughs) All that. (laughs) Would you like to see it in slow motion? Yes. Wait,
2: would you do that in slow motion, please, for all of us here on the Roku channel?
5: <laughs> I like the I like these uh, Sydney Crawford look.
2: You like the? Are you like it today?
5: Yeah, you know, all black hair pulled back. Very, 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 very congressional professional. Well, thank you so much. I
2: just wanted to, I just wanted to come correct for you, knowing that I had you on today. Congressional professional. Maybe I'll grill some senators when I get off today. I got time.
5: You look like, you look like the best mom ever.
2: Thank you, Shaquille. Oh, I
5: didn't even see that.
2: Yes, you did. You I full of not. it.
5: You're full of it.
2: Hey, um, should we make fun of the Lakers for raising the banner, the uh, in-season no. tournament banner? You like that, or you don't like it?
5: Again, yeah, this is this is not my time. These are the new rules, Shaquille.
2: Don't you dare be judicious with words with me on this show. It's not Whatever, it's ridiculous. It's not my time. Okay, these, Whatever. These are,
5: the, these are the new rules, and that's a championship, right? But you know what? The Lakers are smart. Whoever who, whoever put out that press release is genius. It says we're going to raise this banner, but it's going to be a different color. In the other championship. That 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 line right there was smart. Uh I think they should raise it. It's the first inaugural in season championship. I saw I saw the celebration. I didn't know the celebration was gonna be that big, but when I went it on TV, I was saying to myself, wait, is this real? Like, and 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 then I asked I asked Ernie, Kenny and Chuck this question. I says, okay, so with this championship Let's just say a person wins three inaugural inaugural championships in a row, has a nice career. Does that make them a Hall of Famer and a great player? They couldn't answer. They couldn't answer. So can you answer that? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So so if uh, so if the Lakers win the inaugural championship and they don't win the big championship. Uh, does LeBron still have five rings?
2: <laughs> I feel like it's like giving out. Nobody, like a, nobody it's, says he has answer five the rings
5: now, though, right, Shaq? Answer the question, best mom ever. Mm-mm. Who's not talking? How come I can't see him? That's Chris Brockman. Show
2: <laughs> so him like, on the camera.
0: We're not giving LeBron credit hey, for Chris. a ring here, are we? Hey, Shaq, how no, hey, are you?
2: this about? is so lame. This is lame. How you doing, brother? This is lame. It's like giving out trophies for Little League where everyone gets a trophy. You get a trophy. You get a trophy. Win Ladies the ring.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Christopher Eugene Brockman. Hello. Don't <laughs> leave <laughs> out like TJ. Don't leave out TJ. T.J.
2: He'll be it, so Shaq. disappointed. Throw okay. TJ up. There last, he is. Last
4: time Shaq yeah. called with you, man, I, I he thought I interrupted you, and he, and he told me about myself. So I'm just kind of staying back. I don't want no hey, problem with you, Diesel. You know what I mean? Hello,
5: hey, hey, Teddy James. How are you, Teddy James? Nice <laughs> Thank you. I'm very
4: well, Shaquille. Can I ask you a question, Shaq? Look, you yes. built your entire career from the time you were 16 on being the most dominant force we've ever seen in basketball do you remember one night in specific though where you went out there and it was just like they say the hoop was as big as the ocean and you just I mean I'm sure you had many nights where you just did whatever you wanted but is is there a game that stands out specifically where you were just like everything maybe it was drop touch passes you you know you were dishing the ball a little you were just you were in your bag.
2: TJ, you're so cute. You sound nervous. This is I cute. Do- I like it. I'm talking to Shaq, I man. Like it. it's, it's, cute. it's the diesel,
5: man. It's cute. Well, to answer your questions, Teddy uh, James, <laughs> KD, <TJ. laughs> a lot of those games. And you know what? I Susie knows this. I wanted to be like a Tim Duncan. Like I wanted to be smooth in my game, but the double and the triple kept coming. So I had to be mean. Like I always had to be mean. So it started in high school. Against his team, and they did that. Remember that old, uh, remember that old boxing one defense. Oh yeah, for I mean, sure. For... So when they, when they put a guy in front, he put a guy behind him, and I had like 15 points, and my father was going crazy, went absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. So I break away. I get a, I get a, a fast break, and I, I'm six I'm eleven, but I'm not really dunking because you know I want to be smooth. So I go to finger roll. But like Doctor J, right? Yes. Yeah. I finger roll and I miss. And my father walks in the court in the middle of the game. Time out. In the middle of the game. <laughs> outside. And he says, what the F are you doing? I say, you know, I'm just working on my Dr. J. And before the J came out, <laughs> what? In front of everybody. He said, F him. You need to be Shaq. You need to go out there and start dunking." So that's when I started dunking. So notice when I dunk, I dunked mean. I wanted to break the rim. Mm-hmm. That's because I was always mad at him, but when I started doing that and people started like getting scared, I was like, "Oh, this is what he was talking like." He, like he always used to tell me, "Dominate," and I always thought "dominate" meant a lot of points, a lot of rebound. Mm-hmm. But he meant dominating all aspects of the game. So after he touched me up, I went back in the game, and Coach called the play and said, "Nah, forget that. Give me the ball." So every time I dunked, I would look at him, and he would go. And then when I dunked, the crowd, the crowd would go crazy because, like, I was dunking and kicking my legs up and trying to kick the defenders in the face. I mm-hmm. was just so bad and angry. And I was actually crying in the game. Well, not crying, I had a tear. I was just dunking. I had, like, I had like 60 points. You won by, like, 90 points. And then after the game, we rode home. He didn't say nothing. He just opened the door. and like, this is where you need to start playing or else. Hmm. I like, I don't want to get touched up every game. So <laughs> I, I just start dunking and dunking and dunking and. Like, that's where I got my signature
4: dunk man logo from. Well, shout out to the Sarge for making you the, the Shaq that, that that went out there and just did things that no one else could, man. Yeah,
2: no good. Yeah,
5: babe. You're a mom. I
2: am were three we, times uh, over.
5: Were, were we hard on Zion? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Susie, you need to tell me I was hard on Zion.
2: I mean you're I, I
5: didn't say I didn't say anything about how he looks. But let me tell you why I didn't say anything about how he looks. I just said, I sat there on the floor. He didn't run hard. He didn't step up into the challenge, and he didn't create easy points for himself. That's right. what I said. Right. reason why I didn't get to the whole weight thing, because that's what you guys used to say about me. But the difference is, my third championship, when I was a big guy, I still put up numbers. And I still did what I wanted to do, and I still won the championship. I' never got into the whole weight thing i don't I don't think he's out of shape. you can't be out of shape playing like that like people always just say you're out of shape I'm, like, I'm out of shape and' I'm, I'm I'm the leading scorer in the league i'm i'm out of I'm out of uh, wrestling shape got four people jumping on me I'm out of that shape, but I'm not out of that. I never got into that I'm just saying
2: but I think the I'm difference the- was the difference was shaq was that you when you were bigger I'll put it you, to you that way. You were still dominant, and you still changed the outcome of the game. And I think it's different with Zion because it's just not—it's not the same. You're not—he's not racking every night. And, and you I, say that. Sorry, go ahead.
5: I never questioned the shape because that would be hypocritical of me. I never said anything about the shape. I just said that, that's Charles, and said he's out of the way. I never said that. Go back to that. I just said again when I saw him play, he didn't run hard. He acted like he didn't want it. Because before the game, I was saying, okay, the king, the king, the king, the king. You got this young guy. I was looking forward to Zion coming and saying, now LeBron, I'm coming. I'm about to take the league over. But when I'm watching the game, he only had five rebounds. Looked like he didn't play hard. It just didn't look good. So now everybody's saying, you're being hard on him. Like I try. When I go on these guys, I'm trying to give them hidden messages inside what I say, but I try not to go personal. I never say anything about his way. He's a big guy. He's a big boner guy. He's been like that in high school and college. He can play like that. But if you're going to play, I think you should always step up to the challenge. So, Mom, you said I was being hard on Zion, and I scared you, Mom. I think
2: you're being so fair with him. Room. I also think that you have, to, you have to push a kid. Like, I'm not from L.A. where everything is perfect. You have to push a kid.
5: And that's all I was trying to do. Like, a lot of times when I say something, I, I actually want these guys to get mad because I want to see – reaction if they don't get mad i know they can't be got to
2: you think other guys took it too far like stephen a
5: uh listen those again it's not my time
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> listen that that that's their opinion but i didn't want to go there because that's how they used to say the same thing about me oh he's fat he's out of shape right he didn't come back prepared. He didn't work out in the season. I never needed to, but I know what I was going to do.
2: No, but you, they used to get you used to get pissed.
5: I did, I did. But you always used to stick up for me. I appreciate you.
2: Thanks, honey. Before we go, Cowboys, you want to talk about Cowboys really quick? How you feeling about them?
5: You know, I haven't been watching them, so I think I was their bad luck piece. <laughs> Why
2: are you not watching?
5: Because they're winning. Like mm-hmm. every time I watch, they don't win, so I'm just not going to watch. But I hear through the grapevine that they're doing very, very well. We what is l- their
2: record? What's their record, Chris? Ten
5: and three. Ten and three. Ten and
2: three. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. So you're really not watching, babe.
5: <laughs> I'm not watching, out, but I know we beat the ah. 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 We beat the eagles. The yardbirds. <laughs> really
2: quick, I want to show some great pictures of you um, from shaka because it means so much to me to show that side of you. So I want to throw up some photographs but can you talk to me a little bit about how you use your time and you walk into a room shack and, and and you light it up but it's also you put your money where your mouth is so can you just talk to us a little bit about Shack of claws so
5: if you go back to a picture of you for a second okay you see that sign right there the best mom ever mm. i've seen you around your kids and you are the perfect mom and this is the same way i feel about my mother dr lucille O'Ville. so I have to acknowledge that she invented Shaka Claus by accident. 1992, she was at the Boys and Girls Club and she was probably speaking to like, you know, 50 kids, but because it was Shaq's moms, everybody showed up. Parents, moms, there was like a thousand people there. And a lot of the moms, you know, when she was talk, telling her single mom story, a lot of the moms came up to her, oh my God, tell us how you did it. You know, we, we, you know, we have the same struggles uh, growing up and by the way, our kids are not getting anything for Christmas. Could you possibly help? And my mom never says no. So she called me and I could hear with a little bit of stress in her voice because she did something she never does. Trust me, my mom gets a beautiful allowance. But she calls and says, baby, I need to borrow some money. And I was like, "What? what's going on? It's like I met some babies and I want to get some toys for them. I said, okay, how many do you meet? She said, baby, there's like a 1,000 kids there, but I don't want you to buy 1,000. I want you to buy some. I said, we can't do that. I'll take care of it, because you know I don't I don't like to see my mom stress and struggle because she she did that. And the day I uh, became an NBA player, I told her, "You're done. I don't want you working. I don't want you doing anything. I just want you relaxed. Thank you. Now let me take care of you." So me and Uncle Jerome, we didn't have a plan, Susie. So we're, we're riding home, and I see you all, 1995. So you know, I always got my guys with me. So it's four of us. I said, "Hey, go get some trucks." So we got four trucks. And we went to the Toys R Us, and we wasn't shopping, we was just grabbing. Hey, get 50 bucks, because I wanted to make my mom proud. And then I called my mom and said, all right, we took care of it. What do you mean? I said, tell the people I'll be there tomorrow to practice, set up a stage area, get two chairs, one for me and one for you. And yeah, mommy, can you go get two of those Santa Claus hats so we could sit there? And then we sat there, and when the kids came in, they were going crazy. They were crying and they were like oh my god bikes. and this was when when the uh playstation not playstation but the Sega games were, were first hot like I bought I, I bought like real toys. Mom was like how did how did you do this? I was like I didn't do it you did it. And that was the first <laughs> annual and for twenty years straight I did it by myself. And then Toys R Us called me one day said, bro you've been you've been spending all this money at Toys R Us let us help you. And I was like okay cool. So I will continue to spend money and then Toys R Us came along and we made it bigger. But this is this is her baby. And her and my father always taught me that if you can help someone in need, do that. I don't celebrate Christmas. Let me rephrase that. I tell my kids and my friends, don't get me a gift, because if you show me a movie where Santa receives the gifts, then I receive a gift. If I can make other people happy, especially kids who think they're not gonna get anything, that does it for me because Going back to the best mom ever. My mom watches TV all the time. And the reason why I've stayed mostly out of trouble, don't want to act like I'm perfect. I've get in trouble sometime and she'll call me. But the reason why I stayed mostly out of trouble is because when she's watching interviews like this or watching TV shows, I want her to have that continuous smile. Because it was a time from five to thirteen, I was a high level juvenile delinquent with no plan. And she always worried. She always worried about me. But once my father gave me that Dr. J ball, because he told me, and I know I'm being long-winded, but these are stories that I think people can gather a lot from. 15 million people to 20 million kids will wake up on Christmas and not receive one gift. Mm-hmm. But since I was the man of the house, my father was like, son, you know the job when it comes to wounds? He's like, no, sir. Like, you have to protect Provide and love for your woman. And, you know, I got to take care of your mom. You know, you got, you know, four sisters. I have to take care of them first. And I was like, okay, sir. He was like, so that means when I get the Barbies in the Barbie houses, I'm not going to have enough money, but I'll get you the next payday. I understood that because I love my sisters. And uh, so one one Christmas morning, 13 years old, this is the day I received my Superman Krypton powers. <laughs> Kids wake up early. There, out there. oh my god, thinking I'm in a room because I'm not getting none. He already told me I'm not getting none, so I'm not gonna go out there. So I'm laying in my bed, kind of crying. And he opens the door after all the noise simmered down, and he throws the ball. He around my stomach. Let's go play some ball. I was like, cool. He's like, now with that one, look at it, and it was an autographed Dr. J ball. Mm. And then uh, you know, after that, after the kids kind of went, were you know, going out playing, he's like, hey, meet me at the car. At, you know, uh, eight o'clock. Why? Wow. We're gonna go watch Dr. J play. Uh, Madison Square Garden at the top. Dr. J goes baseline, throws it down, crowd go crazy. I look at my father and I'm saying, Sir, this is what I want to be when I grow up. And that day changed my life. But again, back to the Shack of Claws. Thank you, mommy. I love you. I love you, Miss 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 uh, Susie. I've always loved you and your husband. Love you, TJ. And what's the other guy's name? Tony. Dude. Chris. <laughs> Chris Eugene. Jack. Yeah. Love yeah. you, yeah. Jack. The, Love you, buddy. Yeah. You're the man, the
2: Thanks for your time. They're
5: the greatest. All right.
2: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hun. Take a break. When we come back, we'll close up this edition of The Rich Eisen Show. That's it.
3: in store and now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com. There's somebody on Twitter, and it could be Bob at real underscore Bob Costas. Then you read the Twitter bio and you begin to think something could be up.
6: How are you, Bob? I'm good, Rich. Late last night and then again this morning when I woke up, dozens of texts, some claiming it must be real, some saying this can't be true. And one said, this is the best indication that hell has frozen over (laughs) since the 04 Red Sox or the 2016 Cubs. But I am here to assure you and everybody else yes. that the fires of hell are still very much blazing, because I am absolutely not on Twitter. They have taken the bogus account down. And I began thinking, you know, what would actually, what would I have to do before I ever deigned to be on Twitter? What, like? Binge watch the real housewives of Orange County, (laughs) make a return trip to Sochi just for the nostalgia of a pink eye episode, (laughs) star in a sequel to basketball, or, or just for you, just for you, Rich. Yes, Bob. Make a special trip to the NFL combine. <laughs> All those things will happen before I'm ever on Twitter. Okay, so this is the real Bob Costas.
3: We okay. can confirm oh, that my now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Twitter needs that. Oh, my gosh. Uh. Your son uh, tweeted it out that this is not
6: you. When I saw the the first screen grab that, that Keith sent to me, yes. one tip-off should be, look, I'm a reasonably... Humble and self-effacing guy. Yes. But would I knowingly shortchange myself seven Emmys? Like, I I can't even get the number of Emmys right. Exactly.
0: I said that. I said 21 seems a little light.
6: You gotta gotta pull a scam, get your ducks in a row.
2: back on the Rich Eisen Show radio network. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, powered and furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions to every industry. granger has got the right product for you. Call, click ranger.com, or just stop by. Ian in Charlottesville, what do you have for us? You've been holding on for a while.
6: Hello. Oh, my goodness. It's good to be on the show. Thanks for taking the call. Of course. Thanks, What's Ian. Up, um, I just wanted to brag about the Ravens a little bit because, my goodness, they are on fire.
2: Well, the floor is yours. Let's hear what you have to think.
6: <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just proud of them because they've been blowing people out, you know, whether it's Houston, uh, Cleveland, uh, Seattle. They've they defenestrated Detroit um, in their own stadium again. So I'm just, I'm just really happy about them, and uh, I don't really feel nervous going into this weekend about, uh, about Jacksonville. I'm nervous about the call, actually.
2: Interesting. I like it. I like your yeah. your use of defenestration was excellent, by the way. I have to say that was a that's a five point word. Nicely done there, Ian. That's, that's the word a good word of year, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, thanks for calling in. Happy holidays to you. Hey, Let's dude. sneak in Dennis from Long Beach. Dennis, what's your Otani contract theory?
4: Happy Friday,
3: everybody.
2: How are Happy you? Happy How are Friday. you? It's
4: pretty interesting from last night's game is Antonio Pierce, um, who had uh, um, LeVar Arrington and uh, Eze Ustamamata, whose name I can never pronounce, both on his staff when he was coaching Long Beach Poly
6: High School, also coached Jack Jones, who was a member of that squad. So I don't know the last time a professional football player was coached in the NFL and the high school by the same coach. Uh, and then real quick on Shohei Ohtani, he's a very, very smart man the way he played this. I'm
4: wondering if in 10 years, when they owe him $680 million, which is currently 10 to 15 percent of the value of the club, he says, "Hey, I'll trade you what you owe me for a share in the in the uh, team."
2: Ooh, I like that a lot. That's, that's a great.
4: That would be a smart move.
0: That him. would
2: be a lot of cat food. That's <laughs> yeah. a great, great theory. Smart move. Can you imagine if that's really his I mean, play?
4: He, he's, he's long-term thinking. I mean, two million to give this up. I mean, the guys
6: he's done something nobody else has done. Negotiations. He's clearly as smart as any executive
2: in in baseball. He's either got a great agent and great business people, or it's just Shohei. And by the way, I'd put nothing past him. I think the world of him. So you you could be very right. Have a great weekend, everybody.
5: Bye, Dennis. Take care and
2: have a great holiday season. Stream the NFL from Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone all season long. You can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open WWO Sports or on your Westwood One affiliate station's digital platforms. That is right. Stream Kevin Harlan, Kurt Warner, and Rich Eisen all season long for free and get in the zone with AutoZone. The free AutoZone fix finder service can help you find a fix for free. Get in the zone. AutoZone restrictions apply. I do love Kevin Harlan. I can listen to him call like, you know, call a grocery list. I think everything he says sounds exciting, but that's just me. I'm just saying. Also, you can listen to What the Football, people. What the yeah. Football. You can download that app. Amy Trask and I have Dan Patrick on as well. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we will sew up this edition of The Rich Eisen Show. I think we should also chew up the Shaquille O'Neal interview just a little bit. Earlier this week on what the football with Amy Trask and myself, we had Dan Patrick on as our guest to go open up the memory banks on SportsCenter. center. Did Berman ever give you a nickname?
1: He called me the Charlotte observer. Oh, because I came in from CNN and they had me observe for three months on how to do sports center. <laughs> and I would just come in and I would observe and Chris would come in, and he'd go, it's the Charlotte Observer. Yeah, And I went, yep, I'm here. And finally, after two months, I went to my boss, and I said, I know how to do this. I did this at CNN. I I can do this. And uh, my first show was with Chris. Chris just did the 11 o'clock, and he said, Observer, I'm going to. Observe with you. And he stayed and did the late night sports center. My first sports center was with Chris. I I've never forgotten that. You know, it was a generous gesture to do it, but I couldn't get over how loud he sounded when you're sitting next to him. And then he said to me, it's like being with the Beatles. And I went, (laughs) Oh wow. And then he goes, "Uh, uh, or Elvis. And I went, damn, Okay, I'm just the Charlotte Observer. You're f-ing Elvis. Uh, good for you. you know? But
2: you do remember what you did to Rich before his first Sports SportsCenter, right?
1: I, I walked by <laughs> and he was looking at highlights, and I I just said it in that uh, deep voice where oh, I so go, are you, "Are you nervous?" <laughs> and and he's like, "No, no, why? Why should I?" <laughs>
5: Dan, that is
2: exactly what Al Davis said to me umpteen times throughout my career. He'd give me some project to do and then he'd look at me and say, try not to f*** it up. <laughs> <laughs> Nervous. Back on the Rich Eisen Show to show up this edition of that. the Rich Eisen Show. I want to talk to you about game time. If you're the mom in the family, if you're the dad in the family, if you're the one buying the tickets, you need the tickets you have to go online and find the tickets. The best way to do it is go on GameTime.co. And I'm telling you this right now because the holidays are here, people. And when you need those last minute tickets, you go on GameTime and they tell you where the seats are, that you can see where you're sitting. Your kid's not going to get obstructed viewing because you can't see anything. They're going to show you where they are. And the best part about it is you can buy a seat up until an hour after the game. If you're like me and you're always running late and it's a last minute idea, hey, let's just go to a game last minute. Go to a concert. You can go on Game Time and know that you're going to get the best prices. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the app, create an account, use the code Rich for twenty dollars off of your first purchase. Restrictions apply. Visit GameTime.co for terms. Again, create that account, redeem the code Rich for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. That's how I roll. I use Game Time because I'm always wrapping a present last. Anybody <laughs> in your family will tell you. And my family will tell you, I'm always the one who's like, oh, I need a gift. Oh, crap. And I haven't wrapped it. I'm not ready.
0: <laughs>
2: I go on game time because Hanukkah, got it's eight gifts times three kids. That's 24. I need Ooh. a job for that alone. <laughs> so that's what I do. Great interview with Shaq. I think he is. Fantastic. I, well, sometimes he gets wound up. And you just get out of his way. It's like it's like basically if you're a defender in the lane, just mm-hmm. step aside so you give flight we,
0: we were the Chris Dudley in that interview, or the Michael Oliva candy. just ran
4: us over and then I threw mean, the ball boom. at us. The, the Dwayne just we, the. We whole were the down. I make the backboard shadow. What fans, was his shit, name? Shadow.
2: Sean. Uh, what was the six foot uh, seven foot six, six? We were the Sean Bradley yeah. in that. There was mm-hmm. one time where he he just he was just in a mood and he lowered his shoulder and I don't think Sean Bradley's ever recovered. I yeah. mean, sometimes the, when the diesels come through, you got to get out of the yeah, way. Get out
4: of the way. He was a big man.
2: Thanks for the show today, guys. Yeah, it was, fun. This went was fun. fun. I'm gonna I'm go gonna home and went very fast. So, fast. so fast. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna order some merch, Roku Joe. Yeah, if you're watching, let's <laughs> let's have a, let's have a chat. I'm just saying, some merch is coming. Christmas is coming early for the Rich Eisen show.
4: <laughs> stuff. Oh, you want me. some yeah, stuff, Mikey? Mikey? Down. Come on.
2: Well, you're so skinny now. You need smaller I mean, jerseys. Yeah, I yeah. We yeah. yeah. gotta get you some new uh, some new polos. Yeah, I need you to and Shaq talk. are both wasting away. What's happening here in front yeah. of my very eyes? Shaq looks great. He looks really good, and he's very he's very he's very vain about it. He likes, he likes the look in the mirror. <laughs> I brought a gingerbread house, you guys. Are yeah, I I like, I, I you going to get in it? To the
4: guys in the back. You... Are we supposed to
0: eat yeah, it? Yeah, yeah I you, think you can, eat it. It. It can eat that one. It's oh. an
2: edible gingerbread house. Take it a looks, piece it on the way looks out. It's too Tom's good like... to eat. Whoa. Don't let the door hit you on the way out unless it's made of gingerbread. <laughs> Thanks, Susan. Great to awesome. be with you guys. You know, I always love to be in the chair. Thanks to Tom Pelissero. Thanks to Shaquille O'Neal and to everybody here at The Rich Eisen Show. On our behalf, we say thank you.